A broken nose could not slow down Brad Marchand. A fourth liner is awarded the Big Bear of the Night Award. And the Bruins and Tugarask are getting ready for a Thursday night game against the Philadelphia Flyers. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, January 13th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Yesterday was the biggest day of 2022 so far on the podcast. And it means a lot that so many people are subscribing, downloading, and listening on a regular basis. Uh, We are free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, Uh, and if you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're an Apple user, uh, please do so, and I noticed yesterday that you can uh, add a rating on Spotify as well, so please smash that five-star button on there. If you are on social media, you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. Getting close to 8,000 followers, which is pretty nuts. And uh, you can follow the podcast at Bruins on both Instagram and Twitter. Now, the Bruins last night played host to the Montreal Canadiens. It was a game that was supposed to be played in Montreal, but that game was postponed and a game that was supposed to be played at TD Garden in March was bumped up to last night. And uh, great timing because those in attendance were very loud, uh, very happy with the Bruins' recent performance, and they got to throw some hats on the ice as well as Brad Marchand recorded a hat trick. The other night against Washington, he experienced a nose injury, got a few stitches, the nose was broken, and he had a bit of a shiner under his left eye. But he remained in the lineup and recorded his fifth career hat-trick and his third straight multi-goal game to pace the Bruins to a 5-1 win over the Habs. Uh, He now has 39 points, 19 goals, 20 assists in 28 games this season, and he became just the sixth player in Bruins history with more than one goal in three consecutive games, joining Phil Esposito, Cam Neely, Dick Clapper, Carson Cooper, and Patrice Bergeron, who assisted on two of those goals. He started the scoring when he charged hard to the net and tapped in a Thomas Nosek feed from the top of the crease uh, with about 5.17 remaining in the first period. 15 seconds later, he whacked the puck home um, to put the Bruins up 2-0, the fastest two goals by a Bruin since 2010 when Milan Lucic recorded a pair of goals 15 seconds apart. Uh, Marchand, to begin 2022, has eight goals, four assists for 12 points in seven games. And 
Uh, also has a team high, oh, just one shy of a team high, 30 shots in that span as well. Bergeron with 31. I've said it many times before, and I'll say it again now. Brad Marchand, to me, is a Hart Trophy finalist this year. You can look at some of the guys piling up points in Edmonton, uh, Colorado, perhaps Austin Matthews in Toronto, but Brad Marchand is the heart and soul of the Bruins, and if he were to be out of the lineup, that would be a bigger loss um, for the Bruins than some other teams could handle, in my estimation. And he has just been, yeah, unreal all season, uh, minus the suspension. But uh, to come out like he did after getting dinged up the other night and to record this hat trick, the third of which was scored shorthanded in vintage Marshan fashion, uh, just speaks to his leadership, his uh, commitment, and um, just his ability to score, to get to those dirty areas. All of his goals came within high danger scoring areas. And he said it's something that as a group, they've all been focusing on more recently, going hard to the net, something that they've had to add to their game. They were getting a lot of shots early on in the season. And, uh, you know, they were one of the top teams getting shots on net, shot attempts on net. There was some concern about getting into that home plate area where a lot of high danger chances are created. Um, and, you know, a majority of goals in the league are scored from there. Had to get more guys in front, get rebounds there, get in front of the net, and focus a little bit more on being around the crease. The Bruins have been doing that since the break's been over, and it's really paying off for them, and they have to keep that going. And that's something that Brad Marchand said as well. The Bruins have now won six of seven since returning from a COVID-19 break uh, over the holidays. That lasted about 10 days. In each of those six victories, the Bruins have scored five or more goals uh, five times, which has led to, uh, sorry, in those six victories, they've scored five goals at least five times, and they are now on a their second three-game win streak of the season. Um, now, Brad Marchand also credited Anton Bleed, uh, which goes to show you how the Bruins' recent success is from the top and goes all the way to the bottom, getting contributions from everywhere. Marchand said, Bleed changed the game for the group tonight. He went out and hit a couple guys, drew a penalty, changed the whole momentum of the game. That's what good teams have, and they're finding that guys are buying into their roles and really taking control of them. We're relying on different lines every night to create momentum for the group or take over a game. And the fourth line did that tonight. Uh, Nosek was back in the lineup after a COVID break, as was Jake DeBrusque. He played on the third line. Um, but the line of Anton Bleed, Nosek, and Curtis Lazar, um, Marchand said they were great all night. Great to see and needed to continue. Uh, teams that go far in the playoffs and have big years and win the cup are teams that are deep at every line and all the people are contributing. And that's what happened again on, uh, on this night. If you look at the Bruins scoring since the beginning of 2022, I mentioned Brad Marchand leads the team with 12 points, uh, but it's not 
necessarily the usual suspects who are up in the top as well. Taylor Hall, Matt Grizzlick with eight points, Curtis Lazar, who we'll talk about here in a moment, David Pasternak with six points, Patrice Bergeron, Craig Smith, Eric Howla, Charlie McAvoy with five points, Anton Bleed with four points in four games, Nosik with four points in four games. Uh, you have Oscar Steen contributing, Mike Riley, Yerho Vakanainen with three assists through three games. He was credited with a goal uh, in this one. It would have been his first career goal. Alas, that was credited to Lazar. But still, he's played very well since being inserted into the lineup. In fact, only two players for the Boston Bruins have yet to record a point in 2022, and that's Connor Clifton and Carson Kuhlman. Kuhlman um, has only played one game. Clifton has played five games, but he's been very effective in those games to his credit. I'm not always super high on Clifton as a regular guy, but he has played uh, pretty well. Before I award the big bear of the night, I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So if you're an Apple user, Spotify, Pocket Cast is what I use to download mine. Um, please do hit that subscribe button and please do rate and review. If you could also follow on the YouTube channel, that would be greatly appreciated. Now, I mentioned among the Bruins' top scorers in 2022 is Curtis Lazar. He's got three goals, three assists for six points through six games. He's averaging two shots on goal per game um, and is, yeah, really contributing in a fourth-line role. If you look at the deal again, last year, Taylor Hall and a second-round draft pick for – uh, sorry, Anders Bjork and a second round draft pick for Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar. Um, you could argue right now that um, that is Don Sweeney's best trade that he's made as the Bruins general manager. Hall and Lazar so far have combined for 14 points in 13 combined games. Uh, to begin 2022. Lazar missed one game due to injury. Um, he was originally credited with one goal, two assists in uh, the win over the Canadians. Yerho Vakanainen's third period goal uh, was changed after it was determined that the puck deflected off of Lazar. Uh, and he was named the game's number two star. And I'm going to give him the Big Bear of the Night Award. Uh, Lazar said he feels healthy and rested. He spent time in COVID-19 protocol before Christmas. The break did wonders for him health-wise, getting his energy, getting his legs, just kind of seeing the game differently, seeing plays, getting strong on the puck. It's nice to get rewarded for those chances. He said he's the kind of player who plays both hard uh, who plays hard both ways and hopes for the best. He's not going to reinvent the wheel out there. So as long as he's playing the right way, he knows he's going to be good. Um, both of his goals were the result of net front presence, like Brad Marchand was talking about earlier. The first came with about 50 seconds left in the opening period when Jake DeBrusque's 
shot from the right wing boards deflected off Lazar's skate on the doorstep. And the second, like I mentioned, came off of a deflection from a Vakaninen shot. He said it's tough ice to get for sure, but you can't be denied. Sometimes it's going to go off me. I don't think there's a goalie in the world that enjoys tracking a puck through a screen or a net front presence. It's the hard ice for a reason because it's going to create scoring chances. You try to get there and do your job and try to compete and win that battle. And if Curtis Lazar could commit to doing that every night, uh, then the Bruins are going to be uh, in a good position to win if you're getting those contributions from the fourth line. Nosik, Anton Bleed, they also picked up uh, one assist apiece. And um, Bleed, you know, he had a multi-point game in Washington on Monday. He's on a three-game point streak. The chemistry is noticeable with those guys, Lazar said. Just understanding their roles, <clears throat> being strong on the forecheck, that's the majority of chances that the offense is coming from. Even if they're blocking in front of the net or turning pucks over, they're changing the momentum of the game. Bit of a hot streak right now, and hopefully it can continue, he said. Uh, now, Nosik returned to the lineup after missing three games while in COVID protocol. His pass to set up Marchand's first goal was just straight up nasty, and uh, he also has a three-game point streak. And again, like um, Marchand said, Good teams around the league, they have depth, and they have depth scoring and guys creating energy. They don't expect the fourth line to contribute every night, but you have to bring something to the table that's going to help the team win, whether that's puck battles or blocking shots or winning battles, being hard on the other team, being physical. Whatever it is, you have to bring something, and most guys do that every night. Now, it's going to be interesting to see – what happens when Trent Frederick comes back from injury? He had been on that fourth line, but uh, for me, Anton Bleed, Thomas Nosek, and Curtis Lazar is the fourth line to roll with for the time being. Uh, just great chemistry going on there. And um, again, Curtis Lazar getting the Big Bear of the Night Award for his contributions on the fourth line. Don't expect him to be a point-per-game player for the balance of the season. But anytime he's able to chip in or the fourth line in general is able to chip in, um, then you know you're doing all right. Um, it's really the third line, I think, that needs to find its way, find some chemistry. I really liked the um, idea to put Coil with DeBrusque and Steen. DeBrusque has two points through three games so far in 2022. Coil only two points through seven games, uh, Steen with three points in six games. That's maybe one line that, yeah, has yet to find its way here in the new year. But uh, if you're getting production from three lines, you're still in a pretty good spot. Now, there were some extracurriculars in this game. And just seeing now that Chris Weidman will have a hearing for a headbutt on Boston's Eric Howa. You saw that happen in a scrum. Howa is very annoyed by that and uh you know he was mixing it up quite a bit last night uh i said on twitter that he became a true bruin last night mixing it up against the montreal canadians uh there was also a hit by brad marchand on nick suzuki that a lot of canadians fans took exception to um 
it was interference, but I didn't see it as particularly predatory. He didn't target his head, and the puck was bouncing around um, Suzuki's stick. He was trying to play it, so I didn't see that as as uh, really that egregious. Uh, but Weidman will have a hearing. Uh, he should have had at least a double minor on the play, perhaps a major. Uh, he just got a minor, very bad call on the ice. Um, but the Bruins, again, uh, really dominating against a very poor uh, Canadians team. Uh, in this one, five on five, they had a 69.4 shot attempt differential. Uh, shots, five on five, 33, 15. Scoring chances were 29 to eight for the Bruins, five on five. High danger chances, 11 to three, and the Bruins really deserved to win this one, and that they did. Uh, and they don't have time to rest as they'll be back on the ice at TD Garden uh, tonight to take on the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. Uh, they want to wish you a happy betting new year as the football playoffs are about to commence this weekend and the Boston Bruins continue their march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code locked on to get started. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online where the game starts. All right, so the Bruins will be back in action tonight against the Flyers, and it will mark the return of Tugarask to the crease. He backed up Wednesday night after signing that one-year, $1 million contract on Tuesday. Uh, Cassidy said, we know that he hasn't played in months. He's told us he's ready to go, and I believe it. He looks great in practice. There's going to be the usual stuff in your first game, a little bit of rust that you have to shake off, but hopefully the Bruins play well in front of him and um, get him the win. Um, the TD crowd, TD Garden crowd was very raucous last night, and there were some Tuca chants. Uh, some people saw that as a slight to Allmark. I just think it was Bruins fans just excited that the team's rolling and excited to have him back. Like I talked about yesterday with Sarah Griffin, the Bruins thrived over the last few seasons with a tandem of Rask and Halak. And Rask, Ulmark, arguably even better. Uh, Ulmark has been very, very good uh, since December 1st. His uh, record, I believe, is something like, um, let's just get, get it straight here. Linus Allmark is seven and one since December first with a nine twenty seven save percentage. Uh, that is, yeah, near the top of regular goalies in those categories over that span. And um, to have him and Rask together, and you know, for a combined six million dollars is a luxury. Not to mention a third guy that can jump in in a pinch and excel in Jeremy Swayman. Uh, Cassidy said, the guys believe Tuca is an elite goaltender. They truly believe in the room. 
in him. They're happy to have him back. Uh, he's been here his whole career. He's grown up with some of these players in the room. Uh, and he's coming back for a chance to, yeah, go for it again with the likes of Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron. Everybody respects how good he is. Um, a lot of guys he's formed bonds with. He wants to go out and win with those teammates. So, yeah, there's a certain electricity, a certain buzz. We'll see where it leads, Cassidy said. Whether he pitches a shutout or is average, we're not going to judge him on one game. We feel he's going to make us better at that position, and that's why the decision was made, and let's go. Uh, Allmark, to his credit, uh, you know, I made a little bit on Twitter about the lack of hug. That's kind of a Swayman and Allmark thing. Rask came out and kind of just did the old uh, helmet tap and pat on the shoulder. Uh, but Allmark, despite the Tuca chants, uh, said he loved the atmosphere. The crowd kept the team going through the whole game. Great job out there. I don't think he's really uh, threatened, per se, by Rask's return. Uh, and it should be a benefit to everybody to have just elite-level goaltending uh, from your 1A and your 1B starter. Elsewhere around the NHL, the Evander Kane saga continues. And uh, we saw Connor McDavid come out yesterday and say that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you have a chance to add a guy like that, you do it. Um, that kind of reinforced the negative traits of hockey culture in my mind. It doesn't look like the Bruins are going to be pursuing him. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said Don Sweeney hasn't consulted him about signing the former Sharks winger, which is a good sign. Um, Oilers kind of desperate right now, and they look to be the front runners to grab Kane, who is a very talented hockey player, but not the kind of guy that I want in the Bruins locker room. And uh, talking about second chances, this is like his third, fourth, fifth chance. And uh, yeah, no interest in adding him to this team. That is very fun to watch at the moment. Uh, it's been a while since that was the case. And uh, I'm very excited about this Bruins team at the moment. Rocking my Martian Pasternak Bergeron McAvoy shirt today that I got for Christmas. The new Tuke has been bring in good luck. The Bruins six and one since I got that for Christmas from my wife, Lauren, and uh, looking forward to checking out uh, hopefully another win tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. If you're looking for something else to watch, uh, 1883 is the Yellowstone prequel. Yellowstone, one of my favorite shows, 1883 so far has been better than the uh, latest season of Yellowstone. So I highly recommend that. And uh, very excited for a new Lumineers album, which drops tomorrow. I'll be listening to that all day. Uh, podcast recommendation as well. Dana Carvey and David Spade have uh, started a new podcast reminiscing with former SNL cast members, hosts. Uh, the episode with Chris Rock was tremendous, and I'm excited to, to catch more of that as well. So, yeah, you can hear some online learning going on in the background. Guys are playing Minecraft Fortnite. So I'm going to sign off for now. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Boston Bruins as your first listen. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On Bets podcast. 
uh, where you'll get uh, all the insight you need for your daily wagering. And we'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.